Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Cart Podcast with me, Sim, where I talk about some of the greatest shows, dramas, singers and entertainers all the way from South Korea. I hope you're all having a good day and let's get straight into this episode. So the drama I'm going to talk about today is the most exciting drama I've had, I've watched in such a long time and it is about Vincenzo or in Korean, Vincenzo and this drama aired very recently from February to May 2021 and it consists of 20 episodes. So I originally thought this had 16 episodes but the fact that there was 20 just just made me love it even more because I was just so hooked onto every episode. And the genre of this drama. So the genre I thought, I didn't really research this drama before I watched it, I just thought it was just going to be like a super serious thriller drama but there was actually quite a lot of humour and there was a more dark comedy side to it as well, which is what I really liked about this drama. They also involved Italian into this drama as well, which made it so classy and elegant and made Vincenzo's, Vincenzo's character very classy and elegant as well. I watched a video on YouTube about how they filmed the scenes in Italy, but when I first watched the drama, I thought they were filmed in Italy, but they are actually all filmed in Korea, which is really, really good. And um, yeah, that's the drama I'm going to talk about today. So moving on to the cast and crew of this drama. This drama is written by Park Jae-bum, and he has written dramas such as The Fiery Priest, Good Manager, Blood, Good Doctor, and also he wrote Quiz from God and I haven't really heard of this drama before but it has seasons and I've added it to my to watch list because it looks quite interesting because it has different seasons. Vincenzo is directed by Kim Hee-won and she has directed The Crowned Clown and much more dramas. In the cast we have firstly Song Joon-ki and he plays our main character Vincenzo Cassano and he is a consigliere for Italian Mafia. I never knew what the word consigliere meant until I watched this drama but it's like the best friend, like most trusted um, friend of a group or in this sense the Italian Mafia family that he is with. He grew up in Italy after his mother left him at an orphanage when he was young in South Korea and then he grew up with an an Italian mafia family. And we can see a lot of Sung Jiki's dramas that he's played in since he's very popular such as Descendants of the Sun, Sung Kyung Kwan Scandal, The Sound of Your Heart, After Chronicles, basically loads. Next we have John Yorbin and oh my god she is one of my favourite actresses and the fact that she hasn't been in the acting scene too long is very different and strange but but she does such a good job of acting anyway and in this drama drama, she plays Hong Cha Young and she is um, an actress that literally just blew my mind away. I saw her in the drama How To Be Mellow I think, How To Be Mellow Dramatic and I was amazed by her acting in this drama, in that drama, and I was amazed in her acting in this drama as well. I really liked her character because she was a bit of a sporadic character, and she was an, a lawyer which initially works at Wusung Law Firm, and obviously you tell straight away that she loves her money, but then after her father dies, due to an, an incident involved with Wusung Law Firm and also Babel Group, 
she takes up her father's place at the Jipuragi law firm at the Gunga Plaza. I learned recently as well that um, the father called uh, the law firm, actually no I didn't really learn recently, I sort of watched it in the drama and I thought it was a really nice way to call a law firm and that is the father called the law firm Jipuragi because that means last straw so he wants to be his client's last straw. Next we have Ok Taesyeon and he plays Jang Jonu and also Jang Hansok. So he is actually like Ok Taesyeon is a singer and he debuted in the group 2PM if you haven't heard of him. He has come in many dramas such as Dream High, Who Are You, Bring It On Ghost, Save Me, The Game Towards Zero and he's coming in a new drama The Tale of the Secret Royal Inspector as well. So he wasn't originally the character, sorry, the character of Texian is originally a character, I'm sorry, an intern at Wusung Lofum, but um, he's actually someone much more and much more, and someone who you wouldn't really expect, so yeah. Next we have Kim Yo Jin and she plays Choi Myung Hee, and Kim Yo Jin is a legend in South Korean dramas and films, she comes in way too many, you probably have seen her in a drama if you... Yeah, you probably have seen her in a drama. So in this drama, she plays a former prosecutor who goes to join Wu Sung Law Firm as a senior part- partner. She also is the attorney to Bible Group as well. And when I first saw her character, for some reason, I thought she was going to be a good character because I think every time I see her in a drama, she's a good person. But no, she was evil and bad. So yeah, and she did a pretty good job of it as well. And finally, we have Kwak Dong-yeon, and he plays Jang Hansol. So, Kwak Dong-yeon comes in dramas such as Radio Romance, Gangnam Beauty, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, Come Back Mr, Love in the Moonlight, and Jang Hansol is the figurehead and the CEO of Bubble Group. He is the half-brother of Jang Junwoo and appears quite cocky to begin with, but then he opens up and sort of mellows out, especially towards Vincenzo as well. There is a lot of other casts in this drama which are really, really cute. For example, the residents and business owners of Gumga Plaza, who are literally like a giant family. And um, there is also the head of the Wusong Law Firm, who becomes a bit scared of the bubble group and Choi Mung-hee's plots. And he sort of looks out for himself more, more so. So yeah, that's the cast. So now I'm going to talk a bit about the plot. And be prepared for spoilers if you haven't watched this drama because I would suggest watching this drama first because it is so good. It is a drama that made me feel so empty when I finished watching it. I was literally hooked onto the first episode as well. And yeah, I had to stop myself from binge watching this drama because otherwise I would get no sleep. So in the plot... The plot of the story, sorry, is we first see our Vincenzo in Italy and his adoptive father, Don Fabio, has passed away. He grew up to be an Italian lawyer, but also a consiglia, like I mentioned earlier, to the Cassano Mafia family. But Don Fabio's biological son becomes the new head. I think his name is Paolo and basically he tries to kill Vincenzo, but of course Vincenzo saw this coming and runs away to Seoul. He sets out to get out this gold that a Chinese rich guy, <laughs> Chinese rich guy or like a Chinese tycoon um, called Wang Shaolin hid underneath a building called the Gumga Plaza in a secure place basement. But when he comes to retrieve 
This money, a real estate company under the name of Bubble Group, illegally take ownership of this plaza. So Vincenzo sets out to help, sets out to, um, sorry, I can't speak. So Vincenzo sets out with the help of Hong Chao Young to get back this plaza and also the gold. As the story unfolds, we see a lot of guns, a lot of dead bodies, a lot of trying plots to kill people between Vincenzo and Bubble Group. I really liked the fact that um, the, e- the the evil corrupt bubble group was actually getting like slapped in the face multiple times by Vincenzo because I don't see that happening much in Korean dramas. It's always like the the evil rich guys that always get away with the better side of the law. But of course, Vincenzo deals with it because he is mafia born and bred. And the residents of the Gumga Plaza also slowly open up to Vincenzo as well. We also see Hong Cha Young. Um, her energetic character is very unique, which I really like. And she also, um, the two of them, Hong Chao Young and Vincenzo, with the Gumgo Plaza, help to destroy Bubble Group. The ending was literally a mix of emotions for me. It was good in terms of Bubble Group getting what they deserved, but also a bit sad and annoying to see that Vincenzo had to leave the country and he couldn't really come back to Korea. And the relationship he built with Hong Chao Young was there but they couldn't continue it because of the distance. And, oh my God, I just wanted them to get together. Why didn't they get together? That just annoys me so much. But yeah, that's the plot. In this drama, there were too many memorable moments for me. And I think it's because of the drops of humour you see here and there in between like the evil and darkness of the drama. It contrasts really well. So, some memorable moments for me is firstly, when we meet Vincenzo, the residents of the Gumga Plaza, basically, um, they have to try and be cautious of this Vincenzo character, because the um, Hong Cha Young's dad, the lawyer of the Jipuragi law firm, tells them to appear evil and vicious towards Vincenzo to frighten him away. So, obviously, Vincenzo is not very welcomed at the beginning. And then, secondly, we have when Vincenzo tastes tastes Toto's food and Toto is the um, is the chef who claims to have studied chef and cuisine in Italy and um, yeah oh my god he basically Vincenzo basically destroys Toto's soul by saying this is not Italian food and I felt so sorry for Toto because oh my god yeah it was just really sad and he comes back again and does the same thing so that part was sad Oh my god, another great, a really funny scene that had me so dead. It was I was literally crying with laughter. And it's when, basically, there was this foreign couple that come to Gunga Plaza after they were sort of, like, redirected by um, the Gunga residents to try and plot out a scheme. And this foreign couple um, come to Gunga Plaza... And in Nanyak Temple, which is on the bottom of Gumga Plaza, the guy proposes to the girl, and um, the monks of the plaza of the Nanyak Temple basically say congratulations, but they say it in such a super funny way, and they say it in English, and the words come up in Korean like a karaoke machine, and that had that scene had me dead. I I literally kept watching that over and over again. That part was so funny. Um, there are many times as well that Vincenzo does his Italian mafia thing and he looks so cool doing it and then you just it feel it just felt good to see Bubble Group suffer. And um 
when he has a plan, he also plays around with a cigarette lighter as well, which I really, really liked. It's sort of like, it's sort of like anticipated the next moves and scenes and like, oh, what's Vincenzo going to do next? And yeah, he looked really cool playing his character. Oh my God. Um, then we have when Anne Gisok, and he is um, a figure, a character who play, who works for the Italian Organised Crime Division, but he goes undercover to become a protégé of the chef Toto. And his whole character is too funny. He begins to find out what Vincenzo is up to in the country to begin with and tries to see what Vincenzo's like evil plots are going to do. But then he ends up seeing how he's actually helping the plaza and how... Uh, and then in the end, um, Angie Sok helps Vincenzo in the end. Every time he went to the Paragi law firm as well to give them food from Toto's restaurant, he always like hovers around strangely and just sits there. And uh, it was just so random but funny at the same time. But yeah. Another part I liked is when Vincenzo goes undercover to try and, to try and get close to the CEO of Xinguang Bank. And basically, he did really, really, really didn't want to do this because because the CEO is gay and Vincenzo isn't gay. So he had to try and act gay. And it was just really funny because because the because the CEO of the bank was just really infatuated with Vincenzo and Vincenzo had to keep up his keep up his character and yeah I felt I felt a bit sad for the CEO of the bank in the end because obviously it was all a lie and also um another part I liked is when the Gunga residents um they find out that Vincenzo's Vincenzo works for the Ita- Italian maf- mafia and they called him a corn salad <laughs> Instead of a consiglia. That made me so... That, that, yeah, that was funny. And they put it in a banner as well. He's a corn salad. So, yeah. Those were my memorable moments. So now I'm going to talk about some of the themes and meaningful points of this drama. If you watch many British films and shows, you'll understand what I mean. But two things came into my head when I was watching Vincenzo. Right at the beginning, I could see... I could feel James Bond vibes, which I really, really liked. And also... As Vincenzo continued on near the end, I could see this TV show for all the way from the UK called Hustle, and Hustle is about a group is about a group of people who con rich horrible people, and they film it in such a way that it seems like they're going to lose out, but in the end they actually win, and it's a really really great drama. I highly recommend you watch Hustle. It's one of my favorite shows ever from the UK. And even the opening credit scene, it felt like a mix of James Bond and Hustle, which was really, really nice. And even though this drama is very unrealistic in places, it gave a show, it gave a show this edge because, as you know me, I love watching things that are beyond reality. So, you know, it's pretty nice to see. Again, another point I really liked about this drama is that how close the residents were of Gunga Plaza. They were literally like a family and it's really really nice to see them all working together to try and get back at Babel Group. And then finally we have Jan Hanzo. I really like the fact that he sides with Vincenzo near the end and it's really nice to see how much he admires Vincenzo because he definitely never got this from his actual brother and since he is the half-brother of Jang Junwoo he didn't treat him well. Jang Junu didn't treat him well, which is really, really sad. He suffered a lot as he was growing up, and it was nice to see that Vincenzo came in and sort of picked him up again and made him feel like an actual human being, which is really, really nice. So the OST of this drama was pretty decent. It had Italian 
Italian, Italian twists everywhere, which was very nice to hear, and gave the drama its classy Vincenzo elegance. We have singers such as Choi Sung-Hoon from Le Poem, Elia, Sola from Mamamoo, Le Poem, and also John Park. The songs were very different and had definitely a more Italian and slow groove, which I really liked. I loved all the songs, and in this particularly in this particular OST, I really liked the song Adrenaline because it was very classy and gave a very James Bond quite James Bond feel, as well as the song by John Park with I'm Always by Your Side. That song was also very very cute. So I don't really have a deep and meaningful quote from this drama, but the song Adrenaline I do have a quote because. I really liked the fact that Italian was obviously used in this drama because it was based on an Italian mafia consiglia. And it goes like this. Fuego salendo verso l'alto, the fire is going up to the top. Sto bruciando lento, I'm burning slowly. Per favore lasciami, please leave me. Non voglio feriti, non posso, I don't want to hurt you. Again, excuse my Italian, I'm not very... Um, well rehearsed in Italian but yes that's the end of this episode today I really hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode if you haven't seen Vincenzo already then I highly suggest you check it out this drama really made me feel empty after I finished it you can also look on YouTube as well for behind the scene talks with the cast which I really liked watching for example on the Netflix channel the swoon and also channel ship Oya, which um now young sock pd he did a little game show with the cast and i really liked watching that as well you can listen to this podcast on spotify anchor apple and youtube we also have an instagram page where you, which you can check out and you can get updates on new episodes as well so i will see you next time goodbye